Hi there, Elaine Addison here and thanks for tuning in to To Sum It Up, Pay It Forward podcast where I have the greatest pleasure of speaking to a small business owner and hearing about their why behind their business. What have they learned along the way? They're going to share that with us too and they also get the opportunity to pay it forward and thank someone that has helped them on their journey. So stay tuned in to hear who today's guest is going to be. 10 minutes, 10 days, 10 actions is brought to you by Two Summit Up. Expert sales tips and advice provided in a structured, bite-sized way for only £97. Learn how to improve your processes with 10-minute podcasts provided each day for 10 days, which you can listen to from the comfort of your own home, office, or whilst out and about. For more information, visit twosummitup.co.uk forward slash 10 dash actions. Hi, everybody. I've got a lovely guest with me today and she's smiling away at me. Um, And that is Judith Kenyon, who is the events director of JK Events. And and she's due to me because she's just fab. Uh, But she's going to tell you all about what she does. So welcome, Judith. It's lovely having you with me today. Thank you very much for inviting me along, Elaine. I'm very excited. And yeah, I am very smiley. It's uh, Yeah, I'm very excited. It's great. <laughs> she is indeed. So as I always do, I just head straight into the questions, really, because at the end of the day, what it's all about this is for people to find out a little bit more about what you do and why you do it and perhaps how you ended up doing what you do. Um, so I'm going to ask you my first question, which basically is, we've all got a reason why we started our business, haven't we, Jude? So why did you start yours? Well, it all began five years ago, back in the summer of 2016. I'd left the corporate world earlier that year after working in marketing and doing event management for many years. And originally, I actually went and set up a cleaning business. The aim was to provide a support service for busy businesswomen who needed help running their homes and also their personal lives. Uh, But the bulk of the client work was cleaning, which was fine because I hired cleaners in and the business was growing nicely. Then one day, an ex-colleague asked me if I would start working on her charity ball and help her organise a charity ball in aid of um, Clare House Children's Hospice and Women v Cancer. And I was like, absolutely, definitely. And of course, as soon as I started down the event management route, that was it. I knew that that was where my heart lay. So I let the cleaning business do its thing. As clients left, I didn't replace them. As cleaners left, I didn't replace them. And eventually it um, it dried up. But that was when JK Events was born. And I really got cracking with working with um, charities and corporate clients to create some amazing events because that's what it's all about. I absolutely love doing it. And uh, yeah, if that person hadn't asked me to work on their event for them, I may not have set up JK events. So it was, yeah, just a conversation back in 2016 that encouraged me to actually go uh, self-employed in the event management world. And of course, that's how we met, isn't it? At an event. So no surprises there. And you can just tell you love it. You absolutely love it. Whereas some people look completely stressed and frazzled about, you know, trying to tick all the boxes to get an event organised. You just thrive on it, don't you? Well, it's kind of like the whole point. So if you're not stressed and and um, making sure that everything's the best it can be, is that really the right role for you? So it's not, it's not about the stress levels, but it's about wanting to make it perfect, mm. as perfect as something can be. And that takes looking in a thousand different directions all at once. And you've got to have a brain that's pretty quick to react. 
so that if something happens on the ground when you're in the midst of an event, you can troubleshoot it so that it doesn't matter what's happening in the background as long as your guests don't notice. Yeah. And that's yeah. where I am pretty good at, at um, getting rid of any issues that occur during an event. Um, but yeah, if you find it really stressful, then it's really not the, the place for you to, to live. Um, and I absolutely thrive on it and I love it. And I get such a buzz out of the yeah. adrenaline rush that it gives me. No, you can see that when, you, when you're doing it, you can. There's no doubt about that. I'm actually talking about it now. That's shining through as well. So, <laughs> so give us an example then. So events. So, so what sorts of things do you help people with? Give us some examples of that. Okay, so I was thinking about this. Obviously, for the last 14 months, there's not been a whole lot going no. on. In <laughs> and I know a lot of people that the work in hospitality had pivoted and done things online. Um, but that's not where my forte is. So I have been biding my time and waiting for, oh, what happened yesterday when we're actually allowed <laughs> back inside. So what I'm really focusing on at the moment is reminding clients about how they can connect with their clients and their referrers and the people that they want to be talking to. Mm. Um, so uh, the, the whole point of an event is it's got a reason, it's got a message, there is a purpose to it. And it's not just about getting a load of people in a room, plying them with booze and disappearing off. You've got to understand what you want to mm. get out of it. So when I first start talking to a client, and most of my clients work in the professional services world, so, you know, mm. your accountants, your solicitors, your IFAs, et cetera. So when you're talking to them, you, you have to understand what they want out of it. Mm. And then that's where you can work from. So it's about providing engagement opportunities with clients and their targets and their referrers, helping them to create amazing relationships, building on relationships and get new connections with people that they may not know that well. Mm. And it's about creating the forum to showcase their skills. So if it may be a conference with guest speakers or a seminar uh, that's going to be training people that might become clients, it's all about creating those platforms for people to mix in. Mm. And there's no one size fits all. So that's why as an event manager, you've got to be pretty imaginative and you've also got to know your stuff so that you know what works. And that's why I focus so much on the professional practices, because that's where I was working before. So I, I kind of, you know, yeah. I know what what works with these um, types of businesses. And that is pretty much how, you know, how I can help people is understanding already what their aims are going to be. Um, so that we can get cracking and and make it exactly what my client wants it to be. Mm, I'm a guest dude anyway that, you know, some people go to you, one, because they don't want the stress, as we've just oh. mentioned, uh, and two, because actually they're not really that sure what they do need. They know they want an event yeah. and they wanted to do something and that, you know, by you sort of getting that out of them, you'll absolutely be nailing it for them, won't, won't you, to, to make it a success. Oh, absolutely. And that is a big, big part of it. There'll be clients that go, right, we need to do something, but what? Yeah. So then you can have the initial conversation about, right, okay, what, you know, what's your six month plan? What's your annual plan? Where, where do you want to be moving the business to? How will an event help you to get to that point? So like I say, an event is never just an event. There's always a reason and a message behind it. And what I do is plan and make sure that the event delivers that. 
Yeah. Um, and there's generally a glass or, or two of wine involved, <laughs> which always, you know, makes everybody nice and smiley. So that's what we really enjoy. I, I used the phrase schmooze with booze yesterday in a very frivolous conversation I was having. And it was like, oh, my God, that sums it up. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't found that one before, actually, that phrase, because every photograph I see of you is professionally with a glass of fizz in your hand. Do you know what? I'll tell you a secret there. Okay. A lot of the time, my glass has got water in it. So when, because when I host an event, I don't drink because Mm. otherwise I can get a little bit too flighty if I have a glass or two of fizz. So I don't drink, but because I don't want people to feel that I want to feel included. Yeah. So I will often put water in a wine glass so that you can't tell that I'm actually drinking a soft drink. There you go. Oh, look, there's the top tip there, isn't it? Maybe I should try that. No, or maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not, no. So, I mean, you're going to have some great stories here, I'm sure. So, you know, we will all love to feel like we've made a difference in somebody's business or, you know, to their evening or whatever that's like. So give us an example of a story that you've got. Okay, so there's there's quite a few. I mean, one that I like. So this was this was actually a private event, a, a personal event, mm. as opposed to a corporate one. But it was for somebody that I knew through the corporate world, and she'd asked me to organise a um, a very big birthday party for her and her husband, and that was great. So I don't normally do birthday parties, but it was um, it was in a venue. There was a band. There was you know coming and going. There was all the food to organise. It was ace. And, and I was there on the night just to keep an eye on things. But actually, my number one job ended up being just removing presents from the birthday couple <laughs> because they were standing at the door greeting people. And, you know, great Auntie Sylvia would walk in with a present. And, of course, the, the hosts then couldn't walk away. And at one point, I looked at them and the poor man was standing there with about six <laughs> wine bottle bags hanging <laughs> off his arms. And some part- and I just literally went over and removed it all from him yeah. and very subtly did it so that he could concentrate on being with the people he needed to be with rather than worrying about what he was going to do with his presence. So that, that was quite a good fun one. Um, but probably during lockdown I think the biggest thing that I've done is I kept um, online um, meetings going Mm. so although I didn't run any formal networking meetings uh, for the bulk of last summer I did back in uh, when we got to September but for the first six months I didn't Uh, but I was running more come and have a chat let's have a laugh just a bit of inspiration motivation boost of your your positivity because you know it was a it yeah, was a huge hard. struggle mm. and one of the ladies when when I went back to doing the JK business club events one of the ladies actually said to me I don't know what I'd have done without you mm. we'd never met we only yeah. met in real life about a month ago oh how lovely so yeah. we'd never met we'd only spoken mm. online but she was so lost and floundering and she just yeah. needed that release and knowing that she'd spend an hour online in one of these group chats that I had going on that was with other professionals as well yeah and it just, and it worked for everybody. It worked for me. I mean, I did it for selfish reasons. I did it because I needed a conversation. No business, living at home with three teenagers. It was yeah. very challenging. So yeah. it was a huge boost to me. But knowing that other people really got a kick out of it as well. And it made, it livened up their day. Yeah. Just really, really worked for me. That, 
was that was fantastic that's good news and it's interesting what you say there isn't it about you do some things as partly for selfish reasons I started the podcast for that reason to, well yeah. two reasons one was it that stuck at home not being able to speak to you know face to face with the people that I love spending time with with which is more business owners and I wanted to do something to help them which and it also helped me so I totally get it uh, and it's been one of the best things I've done it's just you know really really love doing it Absolutely. And this is it, isn't it? You know, nobody's had an easy ride of it, whether mm. their business has gone kaput or whether their business has gone through the roof or stayed the same, whatever your personal life, there's nobody that's not been affected. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, we're all on the same sea, but we're all in very different boats, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And it's just about surrounding yourself with the things where you can get that positivity in, in order to, you know, to get through. I mean, last mm. summer, it was just a, it sounds awful, but it was a question of getting through and being okay for my children because they all lost their exams and just left school mm. in a big fizzle of nothing. Oh, it, you know, it was, it was really difficult time. Yeah. But here we are. Everybody is, is, you know, my boys are absolutely fine and, and yeah. everything with JK is going really well now. And it's like, oh, I actually miss all that karma sitting in the garden every day. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for, I think, is the expression, isn't it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, so honesty time now, Jude. When we start a business, you know, we, we wear so many hats, don't we? So some we like, some we fit us perfectly. Others were like, oh, no, I hate that bit. So, so which is the bit that you've grown at then? Okay, probably me admin. I want things, I want all things admin to happen by magic. <laughs> I find it such a pain. I did not set JK events up in order to fill in a blinking spreadsheet. <laughs> I did it because I love talking to people. I love the mix and the variety mm. of what every day brings. You know, it, it, every morning I have to check my diary to see what I'm doing and when, because every day is different. And I love that. Filling in a blinking spreadsheet about, um, you know, who I need to talk to or what were the outcome of me. Oh, that's that's not my thing really at all. Um, but I'm a big, big believer in surround yourself with experts. Yeah. And yeah. what I've been very fortunate to do is because I run the networking side of things as well uh, to connect businesses is I know loads of people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can go, I can't do this. <laughs> who, who can come and help this? So when before we went into lockdown, I did have a PA and she was brilliant because she pushed me forward, made sure I didn't let things I didn't like drop off my list when it had to be me doing it. But she also did all the boring. I'm sure it's not boring. It's very fascinating. But the admin side of things that are not my forte, um, she did those as well. And, you know, as JK gets back on its feet again, that's what I, you know, I will be looking for somebody that can come and do that because. I can do the marketing, the design as well. I've, I've just had some amazing, God, I love them. Some amazing marketing flyers <laughs> printed and I knew what they wanted to say, but the actual design, that's not my thing. No, you know, I'm no. a bit, I don't mean to be, but I'm a bit boring when it comes to bits of paper. <laughs> so, so this wonderful lady called Vanessa Williams created them for me. And I, oh, I'm in love with my own flyers. That's a bit weird, isn't it? But they are stunning. They are so good. Um, and I, I, could never have, I could never have done it. So, yeah, anything admin-y really is, is my main thing that I'm not a fan of. No, you know, it's so great when I ask people that question. IT is one of the things people say, oh, I hate that bit. So I had an IT guy on and I, and I was intrigued to hear what he was going to say was his thing. And his was sales, funnily enough. Well, <laughs> well, I have to say, Elaine, you have taught me so much about sales 
that how I considered them, how, how I considered sales when I first set up in yeah. business five years ago, you know, it was pushy and a, a young man in a sharp suit trying to sell you an Audi, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and yeah. you've taught me, that's not what it is. Every conversation you have is, yeah. is selling yourself. You know, you yeah. don't need to be so stressed and worried about it. It's about asking the right questions, yep. understanding what your client possibly is looking for and how you can fix it, what yeah. solution you provide. Exactly. So the sales side of things because you and I've had so many conversations over the years, I've actually, you know, that's not scary anymore to me um, because you've done such a brilliant job of sharing your skills and knowledge. (laughs) Well, there we are. How can I follow that up? That's very kind of you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when it started, it started off in Chester um, service station, didn't it? Yeah, that's right. Oh my word. Yeah. Foster. Was it a Costa that we met? It was a Costa. It was good grief. When was that? That was years ago. Yeah. God, yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah, how the world's changed since then. But your enthusiasm hasn't waned, you'd have to say. You're just so bubbly still. I try. I'm very annoying first thing in the morning to anybody that doesn't like lively. Ah, well, that's OK. I, I'm, I'm good with lively. So now what about a piece of advice you'd give to somebody who's starting a, a business now? What would that be? Oh, OK. So so all of this advice and everything is all about what I've picked up from other people, I have mm. to say, because I know so many people and because I talk to so many people and people do love to share advice, don't they? Yeah, because uh, everybody, you know, most people want to help others. So my favourite phrase that I've ever been told is done is better than perfect. Mm. And I actually have it on the front of my notebook to stop me procrastinating and it's so somebody that's setting up and say don't wait until you've got the perfect Mm. website don't wait until you've got the perfect logo don't wait until you've got a a whole list of people that you might possibly contact for your first sale get out there start talking as soon as you've decided what your business aim is because the longer you wait the more you can get yourself a little bit worked up about it Mm. And um, and then you'll be like, oh, well, it's not quite perfect, so I better not do this yet. My yeah. website isn't quite perfect, so I better not showcase that yet. Rubbish. All of these things can be changed. Yeah. Get your name, get your logo done so, yeah. that you, so that you don't confuse people you talk to. But absolutely done is better than perfect. And you, we all change as we go along anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, absolutely. as we grow and our, and yeah. our wonderful um road that we follow that never goes in a straight line I mean who wants linear linear yeah. would be dull wouldn't it we like all these ups and downs otherwise we'd all get bored and complacent I'm gonna write that one down yeah for a post-it note linear would be dull yeah just on the days where you you'd like a little bit of oh, I, I, yeah, honestly Elaine I have to remind myself when I feel stressed when I've got 15 different things all coming at me all at the same time I have to remind myself Jude you'd be boring if every day was easy <laughs> So, yeah, linear. We don't do that. We don't do linear. Oh, my word. Well, that's a good piece of advice, isn't it? And I think the other one in line with that is hand in hand is that don't you you can start to compare yourself with other people, can't you? If you wait too long and then you start to be looking at others and then you're thinking, am I as good as them? Oh, and that's really not helpful, is it? Don't absolutely never give in to imposter syndrome. Do Mm. not believe it. And we've all done it and I've done it myself. And you look on LinkedIn or whatever and you say, oh, my God, look at them. They're brilliant. Oh, look at the number of people they've got in a room. Oh, oh, I'm such a failure. No, every single person out there has doubts. Yeah. And if they don't have doubts, then they're massively arrogant and you don't want to be like them anyway. <laughs> so 
just you know remember and if you do have those times of where you start to drop down in positivity and you start to have um self-doubt this goes back to your surround yourself with experts talk to the people that are in your inner circle that you really trust in your business life because it's all very well speaking to your partner or your friends they'll all tell you you're brilliant because they're lovely and supportive but if you speak to the people that fully understand what it is to Mm. run a business and all the stresses and strains that go with it, they're the ones that can really help pull you out when you're going, oh, no, I'm no good. Look at everybody else. And they'll go, hold on a minute. Don't be daft. Look at this. This is what's happened to me. And you don't see that. And you go, oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you're just reminded that, that nobody is better than you. We're all very, very different. And being you is what people buy into. And being unique, that's what you really need. So, yeah, forget imposter syndrome. (laughs) <laughs> Actually, that's led me to a, a bit of a, a thought, really, to ask you a question. Do you believe everybody's got a superpower, the thing that, you know, makes them who they are? Well, I think we must do, mustn't we? Mm. Because everybody is unique mm. and some people we meet and you absolutely have a huge affinity with them and you want them in your life. Mm. And other people you meet and they're not your kind of person. So, so you may connect, but, you know, it, it won't be you want them in your inner circle. But somebody else thinks they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. And this is what makes life so fascinating is all the different mix of personalities that we have out there. Nobody's better than anybody else. You know, one thing that I'm really working on uh, with my teenage sons, well, not working on, but I'm reminding them, mm-hmm. is don't have an ego. Mm-hmm. Egos are a very dangerous thing to have. and. Yeah. My favourite phrase that I've ever heard ever was by a lady at the the first um, Institute of Directors conference that I ever went to a couple of years ago. The the lady that was hosting, emceeing the event, she said, she says to her son, nobody cares if you're right, if you're an idiot about it. And I absolutely (laughs) love that expression. Yeah. So I think that everybody has a superpower. I think everybody has something to bring to the party, whether it's your party that it's appropriate for or not is another matter. Yeah. So what's yours then, Jude? What do you think yours is? (laughs) If I I was a superhero, I would be able to fly. That would be my superhero (laughs) power. But I think for me, oh, but right. So this is a tough question. Mm. Um, So I'm going to base my answer on what other people tell me. Yeah, good. Okay. Okay. And that has got to be the unending positivity that I rely on to get me through what could be a very challenging life. And I get very excited and happy when I'm around other people. I'm not always cheerful. Of course, I'm not. That would be weird. (laughs) But I love to be happy. Mm. I refuse to let things really drag me down anymore. I try and keep things in perspective. And, uh, and when things get a bit much, I might go, do you know what? I'm switching off for the day and I'll eat chocolate and watch some nonsense on Netflix. And I allow myself to do that. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, probably my, my positivity, which mm. I, I'm sure can be annoying to some people. Like, oh, for God's sake, woman, just stop smiling. But it's what helps me be the person I am. Yeah, I, I would say your energy and enthusiasm definitely yeah, radiates in a room. That is my pink hair. Since going pink means that I feel more confident Uh and it's changed my attitude, which is interesting, isn't it? Because I did it when things were really bad last May, you know, when I was trudging through treacle. And yeah, and I I did it because it's like it's not it's not run of the mill. 
it's yeah. such a good part and it just reminded me that that's how I like to be good I like to be perceived as you always do you always say it from the heart there's no what's the word tailor your answers and think I better say this or better say that you just say it as it is Jude and that's what we all love about you which is great to hear so we're coming to the end now I can't believe it where does that time go so this is the bit where you get to pay it forward and thank somebody for for, uh, helping you on your journey so who are they and uh, why would you like to thank them this was such a hard question because I have met so many amazing people mm. in my life um, and certainly in the last uh, five years since I've been running JK and and oh and because you don't want to leave anybody out so you know I kind of <laughs> want to say anybody who knows me in true radio <laughs> style but I'll tell you what I'm going to do the person that I'm going to talk about has encouraged me to be the best version of me that I can be. Mm. And one thing she told me was to align my inner thoughts of how, uh, with how I'm perceived on the outside. So as you say, Elaine, you know, people see me and they have a view of me because um, I'm always smiling, I'm always lively. Mm. And that's not necessarily how I feel on the inside. And she has pushed me to push my boundaries and leave my comfort zone and embrace being bold. Yeah. And I think all of those traits, forgetting about whether it works in business, are yeah. very important when as we go through this life of ours. Yeah. So this lady is Maya Kenny from Maya's Motorcycle Adventures. Oh. Now, I first met, it's actually her birthday today. Oh, how lovely. How wonderful I, is that? I yeah. know. And I didn't <laughs> know it was going to be her birthday on the day we were doing this because we've moved the date of this, haven't yeah. we? So, yeah, so it's her birthday today. Yeah. And, um, and I, yeah, she'll be all embarrassed when she hears this, but tough, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> so I first met Maya a few years ago because we happened to sit next to each other at a networking lunch. Uh, and we instantly hit it off and had a few social nights, glass of wine here and there, to say the least. Uh, and then, you know, as things happen in life, we didn't see each other very much. And then at the beginning of lockdown on LinkedIn, I noticed that her business had changed mm. and that she was talking about Maya's motorcycle adventures. And I was like, oh, I like the sound of that. Mm. So I'm not a biker chick, but I, I dream of being one. <laughs> so I got in touch with her and said, oh, what's happened to the business? Uh, you know, but tell me about Maya's motorcycle adventures. And that was where we picked it up again. Mm. So 14 months ago, we got straight back into conversation again. We were having weekly Zoom calls just yeah. to pick each other up yeah. because obviously with her lovely new motorcycle business, that had gone kaput because mm. she wasn't allowed to go anywhere. So she was working on just um, getting followers going on that, talking about the things she'd done in the past. But it was all about just being bold and being brave. And that's what Myra's has done by setting up this whole new business. And it's just what I love. You know, I love the whole thing of, of the motorcycle side. It's so male dominated. Mm. And Myra is an amazing woman and full of positivity as well. She's an excellent drinking partner, I have to say. <laughs> and she she's all the boxes then oh my gosh she so does and she's just an ace friend and oh. she knows loads of people as well so she if she can help you she will you yeah. know she's a real giver of a person as well um and I couldn't be more thankful to have her in my professional life as well as in my personal life yeah. um because she really does make me want to be the best version of me I can be and she and she pushes me to make sure that I do that yeah. and, and don't give into imposter syndrome as we were talking earlier. Yeah. So she's a great, great friend and, and a great business colleague as well. All right. Lovely. 
Oh, how gorgeous is that? Well, perhaps you should come and join me as, as a guest then. Maybe that would be. <laughs> oh, she's fascinating. I've had her as a guest speaker at mm. uh, some of the networking events last year to talk about her amazing adventures. And honestly, I really... I had a really bad accident years ago and it was her that pushed me to get back on a bike. And yeah. when it, I kind of had a bit of a meltdown during that yeah. time and I rang her from the training center and she, I was beside myself and she was so supportive going, but you've done, you've got back on, you know, it doesn't matter if you can't go any further than this, you've yeah. still faced your fears and made me feel that I wasn't the complete yeah. failure I felt by, by having Aww. a complete meltdown on the, on a bike again after 30 yeah. years of nearly Aww. dying on one so oh my lord Aww. oh i know such a drama queen <laughs> but yeah so Miles an amazing woman people are going to be sitting there thinking how am i going to get hold of jude then where will i find it so which platforms are you on oh you name it i'm there so we've got we've got we've got the website yeah. jkevents.co.uk and it's j-a-y-k-a-y events.co.uk yeah. i'm on facebook JK events on Facebook, Jude Kenyon, if you can find me on um, there, LinkedIn, Judith Kenyon. So I use the name Judith um, because it's slightly more professional, but everybody knows me as Jude, really. And then I've got Instagram as well, which is JK.16. So, yeah, so I'm on all the social media platforms, so I'm pretty easy to find. Um, And and if people want to get in touch and drop me a message and connect and meet up for coffee, I just love it. That would be amazing. um, Fantastic. Well, I will put all your links anyway. They'll be attached to the um, to the podcast when we share it so people will be able to find you. So so it's been a joy. Honestly, you is. um, yeah, as you always are, full of energy, lovely to speak to, and um, we'll have to get together face-to-face next time, won't we? <laughs> Absolutely, Helen. Oh, I can't thank you enough for inviting me on today. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's been it's been so nice to have a catch-up with you anyway. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, and, and great to actually talk about the business and to feel I've got something to talk about, that there's yeah. something tangible coming back now that events are, are allowed back again. So I really appreciate the opportunity to have a conversation with you. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. You've been listening to Elaine Atherton. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you'd like to hear more small business owners talk about their business, why they started it and their learnings along the way, then you can subscribe to the shows via all the major podcast platforms to, to sum it up, pay it forward. My passion is supporting small business owners. I've created a free 10-minute audio book called Seven Things Accidental Salespeople Need to Know. To receive a copy of this book, just head to my website on www.2summitup.com.